past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Hello, and welcome to The Career Confidant. We're glad to have you here today. And we are going to be talking about the latest and greatest in the career space today, which is video resumes and video resumes in a breadth of, of meaning. So you may have heard that TikTok launched their new resume feature where companies can hire individuals from their TikTok videos. It's a separate little kind of section of TikTok just focused on on video resumes. However, there are also other platforms that are somewhat doing similar things, including our lovely and always talked about LinkedIn, uh, who has added a cover video. And it's not really a cover video, it's just in your profile. But These are all kind of pointing to the same thing, which is that companies are looking for a few different things, and that's why they're doing that. So we're going to talk about that today. Why are companies doing this? Is it something that you need to pay attention to or not, and how might you decide about that? And then, of course, how do you create a good one if you want to use this opportunity to highlight your skills and give people an opportunity to meet you? So let's talk a little bit first about what's going on here. Why are companies moving towards video? We've been talking about for a while, you know, video resumes and video resumes were going to die and they were never going to go that direction because of discrimination issues and time, right? Companies don't have time to watch a video. But here's the interesting thing that's happening in the tech space that is making videos somewhat more practical in terms of the hiring process. And that is the addition of AI. Now, when you add in artificial intelligence, what a hiring company can do is that they can translate your video into text, they can score that text just like they do a resume, and they can score your video for personality traits, which is part of the technology that's going on behind the one-way video interview systems, where you do a one-way interview, you record it. Those systems are transcribing you, scoring your words, as well as scoring your personality from the video that you are doing. Now, they're, they've got this technology, they've been using it for interviews, why not use it for videos that are out there on the internet or that you might upload into their recruitment space? The number one argument against video resumes that I usually hear is, well, HR people don't have time to sit around and watch all these videos. Well, guess what? There's a technology solution for that now where they can narrow down the videos that they would want to watch by using this technology. And you might think, oh, this is far-fetched. But in a recent interview, one of the leaders at iSIMS, which is one of the huge vendors for applicant tracking software, they talked about 
how this is a technology that they are starting to incorporate into their software, this ability for people to use video and score video, as well as to use the technology to source candidates based on video that might be out there on the internet. One of our new partners at Career Thought Leaders, the video bio interview video bio interview, video video bio recruiter, they are allowing interviewees to create videos that then can be found in a library by the recruiters who are using their video bio recruiter software. They're already they already have the one way video platform. That's what video bio recruiter is, is that one way video platform. Why not allow the job seeker to create their own video and have that available to the recruiters as as well. It just makes sense and the technologies go together. They really go hand in hand. It's just a new use of the technology that they were already using in those one-way video interviews that have become more and more commonplace. So before you write off video interviews as the latest TikTok craze, realize that there is a lot more infrastructure and use of these behind the scenes that is going to continue to grow because when someone does a video, now I can look at their personality. I can look at their creativity. And this obviously fits for some positions better than others. The new tech TikTok videos, they're talking about, you know, one connecting with entry level candidates, which some people will say is discriminatory, but college campus recruiters have been doing this for ages, right? Go to the college campus, meet the students. They've got to figure out a way to do it virtually. Now that many on-campus career fairs are just never going to come back the way that they were before. Students, some students want it. Lots of students have gone virtual. It, It just isn't the same as it was. And your campus recruiters, who again have been doing campus recruiting for ages, whether you want to say it's discriminatory or not, that's that's how they do it. They've got a certain set of positions that they're looking for entry-level recent college graduates or community college graduates, some, and that's who they're looking to hire. Now they're taking that hiring and moving it online. And TikTok is the perfect place for them to do it because of the audience that TikTok already, uh, already gets. However, it is going to be, it's going to make more sense for some positions than others. I was working with a graduate years ago who was interviewing at Pepsi. And part of the initial interview process at Pepsi was for this person to do a presentation on themselves. And I helped her, you know, practice and create her presentation. This isn't any different than that, except for they're able to look at more people, which is a good thing, right? Now they're able to look at more people because they can create this TikTok video account, have people submit their videos. And now instead of you know, having to look at resumes and narrow it down to videos and only get the videos from a handful of applicants. Now they can go through this large number of videos on TikTok and hire the the exact same way that they were hiring before this technology anyways. Just bigger volume that they can look at and maybe, I don't know, maybe technology that they're using on the back end 
to quote unquote score those videos so that they're not looking at all of them. They're, you know, they're looking at the ones that score highly that the people are using the right language, just like you would in, in a resume. But now they're giving people to, the opportunity to tell their story via video. Is this an opportunity for you or not? That's what you can decide. Is this an opportunity for you or not? Go look at the companies that are using it. Look at the types of positions that they're posting. It may not be. However, if you're creative, if you're tech savvy, you don't have to create a video with your face. I think that's the other thing that people think, well, you know, if I create a TikTok video, it has to be my face and therefore it might open up to discrimination around age or all those things. There are so many creative ways that you could create a video on TikTok and you'll see a lot of one them that have people's face, but you'll see ones where it's more of a whiteboard video, people writing, uh, one of the Instagram big trainer Instagram, you know, thousands and thousands, hundreds and thousands of followers that I took some training from. A lot of his videos are him drawing on paper and they do extremely well on Reels and TikTok. So if you're thinking about, you know, how could you use this opportunity, even though some of the pieces feel like they might not be that great of a fit, look for some creative ways to access this opportunity. Now, since we're on the topic of opportunity, LinkedIn, as I said, recently introduced the cover video feature, which is on your profile. It replaces your profile picture on your profile, although your picture is still there and people kind of watch the video and then your picture comes up. And this is very similar to the TikTok video resume. So TikTok video resumes are 60 seconds. I believe the LinkedIn cover videos are only 30 seconds. So it's a brief introduction to you. It gives you that opportunity to connect on video uh, and it's right there on your profile. Why might this be an opportunity for you? So video allows people the opportunity to get to meet you. If you are looking at that as a possibility, if you're interested in connecting human to human, I hear this from candidates all the time. You know, I, I'm just if they give me a chance, if I could get in front of somebody, well, there you go. Here's your chance. It's just maybe not the way you imagined, but you could get on video on whatever platform connects best to your audience and at the level you want to be, and you can be there on video. And that way people would get to meet you. How could you use that to your benefit? Could just be your voice, you know, voice over a screen isn't ideal, but it's better than nothing. It could be your creativity in, you know, drawing or animating or using. There's so many software that will do that for you, but you still, you know, you're the creative mastermind behind that. Or it could be your face, an opportunity for someone to see your smile, to hear your voice, to get to know you. And that is the whole beauty of video if we are ready for it that people get to meet you, that no like and trust factor that is critical for any hiring team, you could do that via video. People get the opportunity to get to know you. And you might think, well, you know, what if they don't like me? What if they think I look old? 
well, guess what? They're going to see you in a real interview or in a Zoom interview. The pros and the cons are things that we all have to weigh. But the research on video is fairly clear that it engages people, that they're more likely to click through. They're more likely to buy. They're more likely to feel like they know you. They're more likely to watch it because those visuals are so powerful. We can process 60,000 times faster in visuals than in text. So if I've got to read your resume, what does that look like versus if I can see you and hear you and listen to you? And again, you might say, well, they don't have time to listen to all those. Yes, and they can use the technology that's available now to narrow it down similar to what they would on a resume, but then they've got the video that they can go watch once they've narrowed that down. And many of my clients, former clients, prospects will say, well, I can talk better than I write. Well, there you go. Here's your chance to to do that in a video and be able to share more than you might feel like you can naturally in a resume to share your story and and to really introduce people to who you are. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, talk a little bit more about how these things are working, and then we'll talk about how do you make one, what does it say, what do you want to include, and I've got a few different options for you there. So we'll be right back in just a few minutes. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Today, expertise equals credibility. When you know what to do and how to do it, people follow because they acknowledge that you know more. However, stepping up in your career eventually pushes you out of your comfort zone of expertise. How you lead at those moments requires new skills. We're here to show you how to survive and thrive. Join me, Wanda Wallace, on Out of the Comfort Zone at Voice America Business Channel. You can find more information at Leadership Forum INC. You hear about it all the time. Compromises, destructive malware, major breaches. You can't turn on the news without hearing about the latest cyber event. Learn more about cybersecurity, how it has become one of the most significant threats to our national security, and the battle experts undergo every day on your behalf to protect you, your families, and your data. Task Force 7 Radio with host George Ritas is the voice of cybersecurity around the world. Tune in live every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. 
If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant, and today we are talking about how you can add to your repertoire through a video resume. And I don't really like the term video resume because I think it indicates that you are going to be saying, you know, well, I started my career doing this, and then I did that, and then I did this. And I would encourage you to never do that. (laughs) Nobody wants to listen to that video. So what does this look like and what are your options here? Let's talk just a little bit about the formats. So TikTok, it's 60 seconds to three minutes, depending on, um, you know, depending on your account, I believe. 60 seconds is probably the norm, especially for new people. I think they started rolling out the three-minute limit for people that have been on the platform for a while. That gives you just a little bit of time to explain and connect to the employer's needs. And that's important. We'll come back to that. So the other platform, LinkedIn, as I said, you've got your cover video. That's 30 seconds you may have the opportunity to upload a video somewhere else. Obviously, on LinkedIn, you can upload a video to your media section and and have that there. So there are a lot of ways that you can use video. Now, what people would typically say is that one to two minutes is as long as you want to take and that you really want to capture people's attention right away in the first three seconds. That means that we really have to think about your audience and what do they want to know from you. This gets a little bit tricky, especially on a platform like LinkedIn, because you might have your LinkedIn profile there for many reasons. Maybe you are currently employed and job seeking. Maybe you are a salesperson and you want to speak to your customers and be available for a new opportunity. What will appeal to all those different audiences and what stories can you tell that will demonstrate that? Here's the thing, and we talk about this when we talk about any interview situation. Nobody wants to hear a list of things. First I did that, first I did this. Or even if they're asking about your strengths and you say, you know, a list of things that you're good at. People tune out. Lists are boring. We don't remember them. So we want to tell a story. And we really want to find a story that illustrates why we're a good fit, why we're the best person to hire, what it is, the problems that we've solved that match up with the problems of the the audience. Now, the good part is if you are in a current line of work it's likely that those two things are aligned. If I'm working as a counselor right now and I'm looking for other counselor jobs, I can find a story that will speak to current clients and, and you know, potential 
hirers at the same time. If I'm in sales, if I'm selling similar products or in a similar market, I can tell a story that will speak to my current job and current customers as well as to that future employer. Where things get a little bit sticky is if you're trying to make a career change because you only get one profile and this is slightly different on TikTok and one of the reasons that a platform like that, which is a little bit more flexible or even Instagram where you can have, you know, several different posts and you can highlight posts and highlight reels and those types of things. Some of those platforms are a little bit nicer than, than LinkedIn in that way. But you can have a video that would speak to a general theme, a quality or characteristic of yours that bridges the gaps. So I worked with a client once who was moving from financial advising to engineering. Huge move and something that he really couldn't be public about on LinkedIn because that profile was speaking to his financial advising clients. He'd been in that business for a long time, had a large network on LinkedIn of people that knew him as a financial advisor. So when we wrote his about section, we took it to the you know foundation of his brand, which remember in my lingo, brand is who you are, what's your unique promise of value, and then how is that a value to the audience? So we took it to that very foundational part of his brand in terms of his value, his unique promise of value was his analytical capabilities and really being able to dive into a problem and use the latest tools to solve it. So we talked about how he'd applied that to his financial advising most recently and then how he'd applied it to his engineering in the past. If he was going to do a video resume, we would have him tell a similar story and pinpoint that similar strength. And the more specifically he could tie it to his future audience's needs, the better. But sometimes we have to walk that line, especially if you're posting it somewhere publicly while you're currently employed. You could still take advantage of this. You just have to be a little bit more creative in how you do it. So in 30 seconds, you'd be surprised at how much you can actually talk. When we practice interview question answers, usually if people time themselves and keep it to 90 minutes to two and a half, 90 minutes, (laughs) 90 seconds to two and a half minutes, and they're always surprised at how much time that is. So taking one story that illustrates a key skill set one that differentiates you from other candidates is awesome, speaks to the ta- the target audience's pains is required. You're thinking about, you know, your answer to why would this hi- why would they hire you? What makes you unique? What could you do if we hired you tomorrow? You know, how would you add value? You might also think about your answer to tell me about yourself, that age-old interview question. And that could be your answer to a video resume. But I have some specific structures that you might want to use if you're going to do that. And we'll talk about those in a second. You can create a short introduction of yourself. But I'd be careful about starting with 
you know, hi, my name is. Lead with some kind of intrigue. This could be a question. It could be the punchline to the story, and then you're going to backfill in the story. Let me tell you about a time. Something that draws people in and shows them that it's different. That's the problem with starting with, hi, my name is. Everybody does that. And I right away go, oh, boy, you know, is this person going to be a rambler? Or do they know what they're doing, et cetera, et cetera. So lead with something that people might not expect. Uh, Louise Kurzmark shares a tell me about yourself um, example in our in our storytelling class. And one of the ways that she builds her story is to first kind of state that problem or the pain. I know what keeps blah, blah, blah up at night. So I know what keeps financial managers up at night. You can speak directly to that or you can, you know, use kind of the general phrase. Or financial managers are always looking to do X. Or if we're talking about, you know, the Pepsi example, my client that was interviewing at Pepsi, they might say, you know, marketing a global brand and then they'd have to have some kind of research statement that makes sense and they could bring it in there. And then they'd want to tell an example of when they've met that challenge. So you research the challenge, you share the challenge first, and then you share your story of how you've addressed a similar challenge in the past. That is one way to put together this answer. So it's not a resume. It's not a step-by-step, here I did this first, then I did this next. And I see a lot of the articles online. I, I Googled, you know, video resume. And a lot of them say, oh, you got to talk about your education, your experience, and your skills. No, they, they will get your education and those types of things from either your story. So if it's really important, leave it into your story or from your actual resume. They're going to ask for an actual resume at some point, most of these people, or they're going to look at your LinkedIn profile or something. They're not going to hire you just based off of a video. That's how they're doing their initial screening or they're giving people an opportunity to get in front of the hiring manager, but they don't need all of your dates and states. And no, we need a story. If your education is important to the, you know, the criteria, weave that in really simple. While I was earning my master's at Colorado State University, or if we need the whole thing, you know, why I was while I was earning my master's in counseling and career development at Colorado State University, I had the opportunity to do X. And then I go into my story and it's gotta be relevant, demonstrate the skill set, hit their pain point. So if you need that context in there, wanna mention an important company, an important title that you had, or your education, you wanna weave that into a story, not listed out in bullet points. Nobody's gonna remember it, and it's not gonna fit the format of the video. I could see some really fun things that you could do with this, right? You could create one of those whiteboard videos where it's the little drawing people, and there's software that would help you create that. Um, you could use a, a product like Wave Video or In Video, and they've got stock images and videos that you could use to create a video. It, it doesn't have to be your face. Your face is going to be the most 
effective because people want to meet and talk to people. But if that's not an option for you for whatever reason, that don't let it get in your way of creating something if you want to take advantage of one of these opportunities on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. I'm sure Facebook will come out with something shortly. And then LinkedIn, which really was the first place that this idea sort of launched. Uh, it was just in your cover video. So we're going to take another short break. And when we come back, go through it a little more structure in terms of putting together your video resume. We'll be back in just a few minutes. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Today we live in a truly global environment. Business can more easily be conducted now in almost any part of the world. How do you, as a business owner or professional, navigate the ever-changing business landscape? Tune in to Leadership Beyond Borders with host Kimberly J. Lewis. With a worldwide resource of guests, you'll find out what opportunities and challenges surround diverse and virtual organizations. Listen live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we're talking about video resumes, which again, I hate that term because it is a video of you, but it's not necessarily a video resume. We're not talking about, you know, I did this and then I did that and I was at this company from the States and this is where I got my education. Everybody's going to stop turning that off as soon as you start. So what do we want to do with a video resume? We got a few good tips from The Balanced Careers, and this is an article by Allison Doyle on uh, balance, The Balanced Careers, talking about the video resume, tips for creating a video resume. And it's important to realize that you may not be interested in doing this on TikTok or, or LinkedIn, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to come up in some other way. A lot of companies, as I said, are using that one-way interview technology, and that is, in essence, a video resume, although they might give you some guidance in terms of questions to answer, which is nice. And a lot of companies are also going to start using more of these 
types of tech, technologies as the job search continues to stay virtual. And this isn't a new thing. As I was saying, I worked with a client, oh my goodness, must have been 10 years ago now, and she was required to give a presentation. It was virtual. And it was, that's pretty much the same thing. It was live, but it wouldn't have had to been. And this would have given the company an opportunity to get those videos from more people than they could doing it the way that they did it in the way back. <laughs> so always want to dress professionally. I see that right away when I look at some of these TikTok videos. And I know it's on TikTok and whatever, Um I still think it matters no matter what, where you're doing it. Think about your audience and what they're going to be expecting in terms of your dress so that it's appropriate the way that you're dressed. I see people in hoodies, um, you know, depending on the company, that might be okay. I see people in T-shirts that have language on them you know you might want to look at that really thinking about your audience from the very beginning in terms of of everything that you're doing then uh, similarly to what you're wearing your background is it easy to see you is there nothing inappropriate behind you making sure that you're really conscious of that visual because that's why video is so powerful is because of the visual. Then as we've been talking about and we'll talk about a little bit more, you want to think about what you're going to say and you want to have a script and really you want to practice it. I say this in terms of interviewing preparation, but I'm going to say it here. People often think that a professional speaker is so great because they're doing it off the cuff and that is so far from the truth. Every professional speaker that I've talked to, and it's why people have speaker coaches, most professional speakers have memorized their scripts, even if it's an hour-long presentation. And they are so good at making it sound natural because they've got that script so memorized that they could go backwards and forwards and move parts and pieces in their head because they know exactly what they're going to say. Don't rely on bullet points. It's 30 to 90 seconds. 60 at the most if you're on TikTok. 30 at the most if you're on LinkedIn. Memorize it. Practice it. Do a million practice videos first. Not a million. That wastes a lot of time. But at least do three or four practice videos before you do the one that you're going to send to your family and friends. It's okay to memorize. Memorization is not what makes you sound like a robot. Lack of memorization or not enough preparation is what makes you sound like a robot. Write it out. There's even radio. You could probably Google, you know, 30-second radio ad template or sheet. And there are sheets. When I used to do radio ads, there are sheets that will tell you you've got this many words this many words in 30 seconds. And that's exactly what I would do. And maybe I will do when I create my new 30 second video for LinkedIn is get one of those sheets. And then you know, when you're at your 30 second limit, this little sheet will tell you because it's what they use to prepare for radio ads. And they've got 60 second ones and 30 second ones. So you could use that sheet to know what your timing looks like 
before you even practice it out loud. Then we talk about knowing your audience. This is key. Knowing their pain points, knowing what they care about the most, so that you can come up with stories that share the skills important to them, important to that job. Then if you have a way to to include visuals besides your face, that can be very powerful. I know the TikTok platform is a little bit limited in terms of, you know, kind of mixing your video. Um, I use a app in video to create them. I've also used Wave. There's a lot of different ways that you can mix kind of a video of you talking. You can use Canva. I have colleagues that use Canva to mix that video clip of you talking, and then you can have an overlay that's kind of that slide feel. Maybe it's a visual of something that you've done or created or a visual of you, even just a still frame picture of you presenting, if that's one of the main skill sets or whatever it might be. Is there something that could illustrate your story that you can have come in as a visual. So this was the other thing I learned from the Instagram person I was taking training from, that the videos that do the best have that movement across the screen, keeps that visual interest. So you're gonna have your captions, because you wanna caption your video. You're gonna have your captions going across, but in addition to that, you may want to have some kind of slide or visual that comes into the frame, you know, kind of over your face and then back out because those visuals and the movement help keep people engaged. And you might think, well, why do I need to worry so much about keeping people engaged? It's only 30 seconds. Oh my goodness, we have such short attention spans, which is why we talked about leading with a hook, lead with a question, lead with a juicy part of your story, do something that's going to get people engaged and then introduce yourself and so it might be that hook question and then, well, let me tell you, and, you know, my name is Marie Zimanov. Great speakers do this. They don't start with an introduction of themselves. They start with a story. They start with that hook and then they tell you who they are. And you don't need to spend too much time on that because your whole story is going to tell them who you are. Keep it brief, 30 to 90 seconds. Obviously, that will depend on the platform. If you're going to upload a video to LinkedIn, you know, that's not necessarily your cover video, you'll have a little bit more leadway there. You could use Vimeo or YouTube or whatever you want to do and then upload it to Google or to LinkedIn. And that will give you that longer if you want it, but I still wouldn't recommend going over at the most two minutes. So let's talk a little bit about some different ways that you could do this. I think a story, an illustrative story that speaks to a skill set is probably my favorite option because it gives you an opportunity to really draw the person in. And when you tell that story, you want to think about the structure, that challenge, 
And I always use challenge because I think there's some sex appeal there, right? What make it difficult? What's that context? But that I want that context to have a little bit of, of juiciness in it. And a lot of times when people talk about, you know, the star method, situation, task, there's nothing sexy about situation and task. Tell me what the challenge was. Tell me what made it difficult or what was going on in the context that made it, you know, that made it juicy. And then you can tell me what you did. And then you can tell me the result, the outcome. What did it mean? So what, as my colleague Deb Deb would say. And when you put your story together in that framework, one, it will keep you from rambling. And two, it will make it easy for people to follow. And you probably have seven seconds for each of those pieces. And then you have those nine extra seconds for your hook your short introduction. Remember that you can weave in names of companies, titles, schools, degrees. You can weave those into your story so that you don't feel like you need to say, and then I got my degree at, and and then I got my first job in. Tell that story and weave those pieces in as you go. When you do that, it's more memorable and it really helps people stick with you. The other structure that you could use is this kind of tell me about yourself. And if you look up tell me about yourself on the internet, you'll find a whole bunch of suggestions on different ways that you can structure that question and answer in an interview. I always tell people that it's really tell me about yourself and why you want to work here or tell me about yourself and why should I hire you. It's got to have that context. It's not just tell me about yourself. When I first started teaching, interviewing and career stuff, one of my first audiences was women in the halfway house in in our county correctional system. I worked with a group in the men's, but this one was when I was with working with the women and we were going to practice, tell me about yourself stories. And I did not give them any directions. I just said, Hey, let's, let's work on your story. Tell me about yourself. And Oh boy, did I learn a lot of interesting things about what they had done in their backgrounds that had absolutely nothing to do with their work and that they should really not tell in an interview. We're not talking about that kind of tell me about yourself. We're talking about what's relevant to the employer. Why should they hire you? What in your background says that you're qualified for this? And I like to use the past, present, future structure. So you get to tell a little bit about your past, what's most relevant, maybe that relevant story, then what's going on right now, So what are you aiming for? What are you targeting? And then that future is sometimes, you know, why are you excited about that company? That would be in an interview example. What are you looking forward to next? Where do you see yourself in a few years, depending on where you are and if you have that focus? You know, if you're a recent graduate and you're uploading something on TikTok, that could be a perfect structure for you. So I'm just finishing my degree in X. My favorite project was Y. Part of that project would be your hook at the very beginning. Got a little story there. 
or maybe your favorite experience in your off-campus job or on-campus job or whatever it might be that's relevant and shows your skill sets. Right now, I'm really excited about doing X with a company that does Y, and I, I see myself really getting more focused on marketing, and that it really excites me to learn more and get into that. That could be your past, present, and future, and we always choose the pieces and the composition that makes the most sense. So if it's in a format where it doesn't make sense to talk too much about your future because it's going to be out there on TikTok and it's you know kind of abroad, you might not want to talk as much about that. If you're a recent graduate and you don't have that much experience, you might not have that much to talk about in your past. Although I always recommend talking about school projects, anything you've done at work that would show a relevant skill because otherwise you're just competing with a bunch of other recent graduates who also don't have any past. If you can figure out how to speak to a past story and translate it into something that shows value for the future employer, you will stand out and that's always helpful. We'll take a short break, and when we come back, talk a little bit more about the script that you could create for your video resume and give you a few send-off tips. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Hello and welcome back to The Career Confidant. And we've been talking today about video resumes. And I was going through some of the advice from the balance careers 
about how you can create your video resume. Also encourage you to check out the article on social media today. I just like social media today. It's free. You can access it easily. Um, And on social media today, they have an article on TikTok launches resumes. Walks through um, the process a little bit for you. Gives you some visuals without having to click other places or pay to visit the site. Um, TikTok. Indeed also has a a how to make a video resume and I'm not as crazy about their advice. Uh, Some good stuff in there on recording several takes and using videos and, you know, editing the videos. You can use Wave or InVideo or two that I just have on the top of my tongue today. So lots of different other options for that. Um, Not a huge fan. They kind of make it sound like you should speak resume speak. And I would encourage you to not read or talk at all (laughs) like your resume reads right tell a story um more like you would in an interview than you would on your resume which you know they call them video resumes but it's really more like a video interview only it's recorded on video so keeping it relevant is so important and this is I think one of the challenges of doing a video that a lot of people might see is you really got to think about who is the main audience for this video and how can you create that video to speak to them and resist the urge a little bit to make this video speak to everyone. Who are the main companies you're targeting? What are the roles that you're really targeting? and write a video that speaks to that. If you have to bridge the gap between where you are right now and and that job so that you don't get yourself in trouble with your current employer, that's fine. But making a video that is too broad in terms of who it's targeting is going to just fall flat because it won't have that hook. It won't have that connection. It won't help people really connect to, you know, the pain points and the stories that you're telling. So thinking about, you know, really who is that audience and what is important to them and how can you tell a story that that illustrates that is going to be important for people to actually want to read it. Because when you don't have that, it really just comes across as a nice to have or what, what really people will stop after the first three seconds if you haven't thought about how you want to connect to them. So I was telling you about my tell me about yourself framework with the past, present, future. And one of the other frameworks that people use, and I shared this example earlier from Louise Kurzmark, you know, I know the challenges that keep people up at night or some other hook that really shows you know the pains of the audience that you're speaking to. You identify with them, you've been in their shoes, or you've been in the shoes of the people that they're trying to hire, especially when you're telling a story for job search, we need to be thoughtful about keeping that in mind, right? It's not just an interesting story. It's not necessarily about you overcoming cancer. That story might be interesting and people might even watch it, but it's not connecting to the purpose And it probably won't have good results in terms of getting you called back. If you can connect a story like that to your purpose, 
go for it. Although there's a pros and cons of telling those types of stories. But the emotion that you're really looking to engage with is the emotion that someone feels when they're nervous about hiring someone. So as an employer, I'm nervous about hiring someone because I don't know if they'll be able to work independently. I'm nervous about hiring someone because I don't know if they'll have the tech skills that I need them to have. And those things will be pretty obvious in my job announcement. It will say, you know, person needs to be able to do this, needs to be able to do that. Or generic job descriptions, multiple job descriptions if you need to pull them together. Those pings are in there. You can also find them by talking to people that are in the field and trying to figure out what the pains are. But it really isn't rocket science. Look at the job ad. Look at what they're asking for. My guess is that they're nervous about being able to hire someone that fits that. So the emotion that we're trying to tie into, and that's what makes a story so powerful, is that you're going to connect to that emotion right away, speak to that problem, speak to that challenge, use a question that connects with, yes, that's what it, that is what I'm worried about. And then move into telling the story that demonstrates you can do those things. You might not be able to do it all. The length and detail of hiring job or of job descriptions has gotten ridiculous. You might not be able to do it all. Pick the things that you can do. Pick the things that you have a story to demonstrate and go with those. Obviously, most differentiating or most critical skills would be nice. That's where I'd start. What don't you think other candidates will have that you do? What is the biggest challenge, biggest problem, biggest pain point? If you can start there, great. If you don't think you meet those or you can't answer those questions, just go down through the list and find the ones that you can speak to. When have you done those things? How can you demonstrate that you aren't a risk? Because that's what employers need to know. That if I hire you, if I bring you in, you're going to be able to do the job quickly. Most of the time there's unrealistic expectations around that. You're going to be able to do the job. You're going to be able to do the job fairly quickly, get up to speed, and not cost me money, not lose me customers. Those are the pains that we want to be able to connect to, and that's the emotion we're wanting to invoke. When we evoke the other emotions, you know, like personal stories, those are dangerous because, yes, they're going to evoke emotion, but sometimes they're not going to evoke an appropriate emotion, and people may not connect with us because, yeah, they they got this emotional connection, but it didn't feel appropriate or it wasn't relevant. And that's your main goal when you're really doing any kind of video, right? Marketing, same thing, is to think about what what's the purpose and then how can you make that connection quickly? Stay relevant, use visuals, make it interesting. And if you need to get some help, you know, this is a great way to reach out to your friends and family who do you know that can help me make a video? 
because this really isn't about your video creation skills unless you're applying for a video creation job and then probably want to be a little bit more careful with that. But if you're applying for an engineering job or a leadership position or even a training role, someone else could help you with this video. There's software out there that will do it for a pretty much free Canva in video. Some of those have a, a small fee depending on the functionality that you want to use. But you can do it fairly easily and make it look professional. If you're going to use your face, obviously we want to think about the professionalism that you're showing up with and make, matching that audience. And that's really where you're pointed in terms of being effective. Relevant, professional, and memorable with that story that really speaks to the audience. So if you try a video resume, I'd love to know. Post it on Instagram, you post it on LinkedIn, you post it on TikTok, shoot me an email or, or tag me. I'd love to see what you're doing. And if you have any other items that you would add, uh, share those with me as well. Marie at careerthoughtleaders.com. And if you want some help from a digital branding strategist to help you put together your video, we have a list of digital branding strategists on the Career Thought Leaders website, and they would love to help you do that. I'll see you next week right here on the Career Confidant. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.